Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to share with you just a little story this morning about how patience is so important with our children. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about uh, patience and how we must demonstrate that, not only with our children, but in life. See, I, I don't know jack about parenting. And this really isn't even a parenting podcast today. It's, it's more about just looking ourselves in the mirror and practicing patience in all situations. See, it's really easy to say, oh, we should do this or we should do that. But at the end of the day, uh, if we're not practicing uh, you know, a schedule, in other areas of our life, it's going to be really hard to do it in parenting. Like, how you do anything is how you do everything in this world. So, this morning, let me tell you a, a, an interesting story. So, I had a really late night. Uh, I had to put together a presentation, uh, gathering resources, um, you know, it just takes time to put together a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, and I stayed up till about three o'clock in the morning because I need it for something tomorrow night. So I wanted to have it all done and I can tweak it a little bit. So it's done right now with a couple minor tweaks. But I stayed up till three in the morning and in our household, we're up at six in the morning. This morning at five o'clock in the morning, my seven and a half year old hopped in the bed said he was uh, warm as we're hitting some warmer months and maybe the AC just wasn't cranking or that's just how he felt. So I felt the knee in the back at five in the morning and the tossing and turning of someone saying, I'm hot, I'm hot. It's like, turn on the fan. So early morning, uh, get the kids ready, send them off to school, the wife, uh, is off to work say our goodbyes our pleasantries and every ounce of me wants to take a quick nap before I got to get into my work day but I'm like mm, let me check what I did last night it was late let me go through the PowerPoint let me add a couple slides that I wanted to add just really simple things uh, and then I realized, hey, I wanted to make a pamphlet for this particular thing. I said, I'm doing this about 45 minutes into working. And I get a, a, a ring at the doorbell. Nobody ever approaches the house unless it's Amazon dropping off something. That's not a plug for Amazon, by the way. But uh, aren't we all glad that it exists? So I get out of my office. I head to the front door, it's my neighbor, and she holds up her phone and she says, here's your wife, talk to her. And I'm a little perplexed. My wife says, I have your phone. 
now my phone is my lifeline to my clients and there's other ways I could communicate but obviously that's the easiest and most effective way not to mention access to various different things on my phone that I use throughout the day so imagine she works 45 minutes away she had gotten the work I am not great at directions without my GPS I rely solely on my phone for just about everything and she says text me from your computer and we'll figure this thing out because the neighbor was headed off to an appointment so I get on the computer text her she tells me where she wants to meet which is somewhere in between the two of us obviously and all I'm thinking is how did you end up with my phone like she has two a, a work phone and a personal phone and then she grabbed mine on top of it and all I'm thinking is I hope she gave me good directions it was real simple directions they weren't a hundred percent accurate but they were simple directions and I knew I could get to where I needed to go. So I get in the car and there's, I live uh, on the outskirts of Atlanta and eight o'clock in the morning Atlanta traffic is, for lack of a better term, congested. <laughs> I think it's always that way, but it's even more when everybody's headed to uh, work. So we get there, I, I get in traffic, and she told me to pass one particular crossroad and there would be the next exit on the highway. Well, the next exit on the highway was not that. And then my mind starts racing like, oh, do I have to catch the next exit and turn around? Did she say hang a left there? I wrote down the directions right next to me. Uh, but it was the next exit, which was like three miles up. Got off there. She wanted to meet at a, another plug, I guess, is at an Applebee's restaurant uh, parking lot, just a landmark. I pull up and she immediately asked me what took me so long. <laughs> and the whole time, ladies listening to this, gentlemen, you'll understand where I'm coming from. The whole time, I'm, I'm being prepared for how this is my fault. Like how my phone ended up in her purse and and walked out the door because I know I took it off the charger this morning. I put it on the kitchen counter. Uh, I got myself a glass of water. Uh, I took care of the kids. When the kids were gone, I went down to my office to work and just I knew my phone was in the kitchen. Perplexed as to how it ends up in her purse. And the whole time I'm preparing myself for how is this going to be my fault? I'm waiting for her and how I'm going to respond. Notice I didn't say react. I'm not going to knee-jerk reaction. I'm planning this in my head. And I'm saying to myself, I'm just going to thank her for getting the phone back to me in a timely manner and going out of her way and leaving work to get my phone back to me. So she asked me what, what took me so long. And I said, well, there's Atlanta traffic. And I went this way, this way. Oh, you went all the fast ways. Yeah, because you've always told me this is the ways you go to avoid traffic. I listened to the conversations. And then she's like, well, it only took me 10 minutes to get here. And I'm like, that's fantastic. You're going, you know, I'm going with the traffic. You're against the traffic. You're good. And I go, hey, just thank you. I appreciate you getting this back to me and calling the neighbor and, and just 
you know, you gave me great directions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And she's like, oh, no problem. And I was like, well, let me let you get back to work, hon. I gotta go. And it just demonstrates for me. Guys, I'm not, I'm not perfect uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Although I wish I was. Um, I definitely don't know Jack about parenting. I definitely don't know anything about this marriage thing. Um, and that could have been a much uglier situation. That could have been pointing fingers, blaming, how could you do this, how could you do that? But she's going to work, you know, back to work, relieved that I'm probably not upset. Uh, I'm gonna start my day in a positive note, right? Simple, simple, you know, challenge. Uh, thankfully, she has a flexible job. Obviously, I have a flexible job. And I didn't have a client until about two minutes from right now, which I'm going to get off the phone and I'm going to put in a phone call and I'm about four minutes from home. So, patience. Patience in, you know, getting the directions from her. Patience when she asked me why I was late. Patience in traffic. Patience, patience, patience. But here's the cool thing for me. Look, I don't know jack about parenting, but our kids can test our patience. And I know because I'm able to demonstrate it in this area of my life where the expectations are a little higher. Like, like I have a lot more expectations of how my, my significant other, my wife, conducts her business. I don't expect her to take my phone on a work day right before my day starts our kids we tend to have certain expectations but they they, they really got to be lowered and if I can demonstrate patience here where I where the expectations are really high it should be really easy to demonstrate that same patience with children who are growing and learning and understanding and how to navigate this world every single day they're learning something new and it's our job as parents to be patient to teach and ultimately just to love on them and respond to them with love we'll see you in the next episode of i don't know jack about parenting do you want to be the dad you wish you had if so go get my free book be the dad you wish you had at be the dad you wish you had.com Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.